This is an ABC podcast. G'day, Dr. Carl here. Currently talking via a slightly scratchy line while I'm stranded in Antarctica thanks to a blizzard. That's right, I have been in Antarctica reporting on what's happening at the Australian Antarctic base here at Casey. But, unfortunately, a blizzard with winds gusting up to 65 knots kept us stuck here, unable to return as planned. So, while marooned down south, I've been thinking about some earlier episodes of Great Moments in Science that could fill the gap, including one from 2012 about seashells. Conveniently, I think this story might work well to fill the gap this week while I'm still stranded, and mind you, the food is very good down here and they do have a gym. So, if you hold a seashell up to your ear, why exactly do you hear the sound of the ocean, and even when you're a long way from the seashore? Let's dive back into the archives for the explanation. And when I'm back off the ice, hopefully soon, we'll have some new Great Moments episodes ready for you. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old-fashioned... It's a lovely experience to walk on the beach and it can be made even lovelier by finding a large empty seashell and putting it to your ear and hearing the sounds of the ocean. And it also gives grown-ups a feeling of benevolent omnipotence to pass the shell to kids and to see the amazement on their faces. Now, the ocean can't possibly be inside the shell, so the sounds of the ocean coming from the pink walls of a seashell seem like magic. So... What are you actually hearing in the shell? Well, the answer is that you are hearing the local noises already around you, but altered by the shell, thanks to some clever physics. Now, one popular but wrong explanation is that you are listening to your own blood coursing through you. And this explanation might be based on the fact that you can sometimes hear the pulsing of blood as you lay your head onto a soft pillow. It's easy to disprove this theory with a simple experiment. Press your ear to a shell and listen. Then run around on the beach for a few minutes to increase the blood flow all through your body and again listen to your magic shell. You'll find that the loudness of the sound of the sea is still the same. So now for the three-part explanation. The first part of the explanation is that the shell acts like a resonator. Hmm. Well, when you blow air strongly through your pursed lips over the mouth of an empty bottle, you will hear a musical note. The sound is resonating in the bottle. Now, you and I might call it a bottle, but a physical acoustician would call it a resonant cavity. Getting back to our seashell, the inside is hard with an almost glazed finish. So it's an excellent reflector of sound. It's a resonator. It also has quite an irregular shape, so it will resonate at many frequencies. In the same way, this acoustic filter, or shell near the ear, dampens one frequency or pitch and boosts other frequencies. In one study, in a typical noisy room, a cup was held to the ear, and a tiny microphone held right next to the eardrum. They chose a cup because it has a simpler shape than the internal complexities of a seashell. The microphone registered 15 dB louder 
at the cup's resonant frequency of 648 Hz as compared to not having the cup there at all. But at double the frequency, the sound heard was 16 dB quieter. But to give you the ocean sound, the shell definitely needs the ambient or background sound. No ambient sound, no ocean-in-the-shell sound. And if you go into a soundproof room and listen to your favourite seashell, well, you'll hear nothing at all. Now, the second part of the explanation. Our human brain is superb at finding subtle patterns in the chaotic world around us. We can find animals in clouds, or the face of Jesus in a potato chip, or the Virgin Mary in a fence post. And the third part of the explanation is that we live in a sea of sound, but we mostly ignore it. Now, this is similar to the phenomenon of being able to feel our socks and underwear for a few brief moments after we put them on. Our brain then blocks the socks or underwear from our consciousness for the rest of the day. And in the same way, our brain usually blocks most of the noise of the background buzz. So now we can put it all together. The shell, close to your ear, acts like the audio equivalent of yellow-tinted sunglasses. It changes the makeup of the sounds that continually assault our ears and that we continually ignore. For example, it lets through more of one frequency but less of another frequency. So the combination of ear and brain recognises that something has changed in the incoming noise. The brain tries to put a label on this new noise and notices that you are near the ocean, so it labels this noise as ocean. But some people find different patterns in seashell noise. There's a strange psychic phenomenon called shell scrying. It encourages you to listen closely and carefully to the shell. First, they say, you should hear fragments of words, then words, and finally, whole segments of conversation. But good luck if you're hoping to hear next week's winning lottery numbers. What does it mean? Why is it so? You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.